Shabbat Shalom, everybody. This week's parasha is a double. It is Tazria, she conceives, and Metzora, diseased leprous ones. It covers Leviticus 12 through 15. And it begins with the laws of ritual impurity and purity as it pertains to childbirth. A new mother is treated as a nada, a woman on her period, and is considered impure to me, and not allowed in the sanctuary for 40 days if it's a boy or 80 days if it is a girl. On the eighth day, a boy must be circumcised. And once the woman is considered clean, she must bring a year-old sheep as a burnt offering and a dove for a sin offering. If she is poor, she can bring two doves to suffice the offering. If someone is diagnosed with a skin disease, they were forced to leave all three camps of the Jewish people, the camp of the Mishkan, the tabernacle itself, the camp of the Levites and the priests, and the camp of all the other chosen people tribes. In the time of the temple, the Mezorah had to leave all the walled cities of Israel. It was a state of total banishment or exclusion. Chapter 14 is a continuation of the laws concerning lepers. If an Israeli was suffering from leprosy and undergone teshuvah, repentance, and had apparently been healed, he would first call the priest to examine him. If the priest saw no signs of tumah uncleanliness, then a second examination would be scheduled seven days later. If the metzora, the diseased one, was free from disease, the process of tahara purification would begin. If after the second exam he was deemed fit, the priest would require him to obtain some cedar wood, scarlet thread, hyssop, and two turtle doves, all of which seem to have a cleansing property and are used in this two-bird ritual. The release of the live birds is reminiscent of the scapegoat, the live bird being driven into the fields may symbolize the leprosy being banished outside the camp of Israel. Following this, the leper would be required to wash his clothes, shave off all his hair, and bathe in clean water. Seven days later, he could return to the camp. Adonai's instructions on this matter were specific and were expected to be followed if you hoped to re-enter the camp after having leprosy. If you had a skin disease, you had to remain outside the camp in order to prevent others from being contaminated. You were required to yell out, unclean, unclean, to warn all others not to approach you. When an unclean person came in contact with a clean person, the clean person was no longer clean. For leprosy, a priest would put his hands on you during the cleansing and purification process only when he was certain you had been healed. The scriptures include several stories of encounters with lepers. For example, in Matthew 8, a crowd gathered around Yeshua and a leper knelt before him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Messiah stretched out his hand and touched the leper and said, I am willing, be clean. Immediately, the leper was cleansed. The significance of this event is that Yeshua touched the leper when nobody else would. 
nor did he become unclean, but rather the leper was cleansed. When Yeshua spent time with sinners, he never became tainted with sin. His health and purity was greater than their sin and sickness, our sin and sickness. We may not have the same abilities, but we, are, we do have a calling and a commandment from the Lord to spread the good news, which means we will be among sinners, but not to participate in the sin. And this is a challenge for us to bring salt and light to the world and those outside our midst, but not let the darkness from outside come into our lives or to lose our distinctive flavor as those following Messiah. 2 Kings 7, 3 through 20 describes four leprous men sitting at the gate of Samaria during a famine. Because they were lepers, they were not allowed in the city. And the people who were in the city were starving to death because they were under siege by the Syrians. The lepers took their chance and went to the Syrian camp hoping to find food. And when they arrived, they were astonished to find that only the animals, horses, donkeys, and food, but no soldiers. God had miraculously miraculously sent the soldiers fleeing. The four lepers ate some food and hid some treasure. But quickly they realized that they could not keep this to themselves as long as the people in the city were starving. Brothers and sisters, they had good news to share. So they informed the gatekeeper and the Samaritans gathered food from the Syrian camp and were delivered. We are very much like the lepers trapped outside the city of Samaria. Our only hope of redemption is, in, is the death and resurrection of Yeshua, his choosing us to do his work. This is what sets us free from the leprosy of our sin and condemnation. The four lepers had a very important choice to make, and they discovered extremely good news, and they did not keep it to themselves, but told others. In the same way, God commands us to spread the good news, even people regard us to be those lepers. Brothers and sisters, the Lord delights to use the unlikely people to accomplish his purposes. Matthew 9, 20 and 22, a woman had been bleeding for 12 years, years who was in the crowd and touched the fringe of Yeshua's garment. This woman would have been considered unclean, yet her faith was strong enough to motivate her to approach Yeshua. Messiah turned and said, Take heart, daughter. Your faith has made you clean. He didn't become unclean by her touch. Instead, instantly, she was healed. Yeshua went outside the camp to cleanse these people and bring them back inside the camp. Thank God for the Lord God of Israel. The Lord Yeshua visits and heals us outside the camp. And when Yeshua touched the leper and the woman and touched the hem of his garments, these unclean individuals were in contact with the very presence of God in the Tanakh. And yet Yeshua's response on both occasions indicates that his presence with the presence of God incarnate in the human body, a change has occurred. The presence of Elohim was no longer confined to a special hill in Jerusalem, but stood in the midst of the people. Yeshua did not become unclean in having contact with the unclean. With the coming of Yeshua, something greater than the temple and the laws of the Torah, because we had Emmanuel, God, with us. 
Brothers and sisters, do you feel like a leper living outside the camp? That you are unclean and unacceptable because of the hurts and the sins of the past. You need to know there is nothing that you have done that cannot be overcome by the forgiveness of God through repentance. Nothing is beyond Adonai Eloheinu's reach or touch. God can make you clean. Jesus can make you kosher. Satan would have us believe that we are too far gone and can never be worthy to be with God. Yeah, he's right. We aren't worthy. We can't earn it. Atonement, becoming clean, forgiveness, and eternal life are all free gifts from God. If we accept, if we simply accept God's grace and yield to him. Brothers and sisters, don't remain a spiritual leper like the rest of humanity. Because the beautiful bride of Messiah Yeshua become the beautiful bride of Messiah Yeshua. And if God has made you clean, won't you renew your commitment to him and seize opportunities and talk to somebody else outside that camp? Amen.